Hey, how are you doing? Dean Dwyer. <laughs> I can't say my name. Dean Dwyer, welcome to the first, um, I want to say unofficial, but I guess this is official. This is sort of the first official episode of my new podcast, Unrecognizable with Dean Dwyer. Now, if uh, you'll notice, there are previous episodes that I'm not going to delete. Uh, I'm going to leave them as they are because they do connect to the to the present show, um, but it was called The Mindset Show at that point in time. And it has been over two years since I published my last podcast. And I'm not going to apologize for disappearing for two years because I've done that a million times. You know, I've probably done that four or five times in the past because this has been a constant theme for me with podcast is uh, with the podcast is I would show up for two or three months and then I would vanish for months at a time, show up, vanish, show up, vanish, and then the same thing again, showed up and then I vanished for two years. I will tell you this, at least once a week over the past two years, I have wanted to do a podcast and I just didn't know where to start. And, uh, and so because I didn't know where to start, I didn't do any, I just, you know, I started overthinking it and it's like, what's the perfect way to start? And what I've decided today was, I don't even know where this podcast is going today. I'm just going to start though. So there's no introduction music. I'm not going to do an outro. I'm just talking into my phone right now. I'm just going to start. So I figured this episode, I almost, I almost said show, which is also fine. Uh, is actually, I'm just going to talk about one thing. And what I want to talk about is the name of the show, Unrecognizable, with Dean Dwyer. But the Dean Dwyer part is just, uh, is, is irrelevant to this. It's really unrecognizable. Why am I calling it unrecognizable? Um, so on my journey to, first of all, this all started because uh, when I was 53, this was uh, back in July of 2019. I was incredibly frustrated with this body that I had created for myself. I was 30 to 40 pounds overweight. I didn't like how I looked. I was hiding my body behind baggy clothes and stuff like that. But I had this realization that my life goes as my body goes. And I thought, and because for me, it's I've always felt that this unsuccessful body I had built for myself was my... Like I was responsible for it based on all the behaviors I was doing. And in order for me to create change, I had to begin to change who I was being in the world. And I knew that was within my control. I just couldn't figure it out. So July 19th, 2019, I started sort of making that commitment to creating, you know, to building that body that I knew ultimately would allow me to lead a far more impactful and happier life. And that's exactly how things have played itself out. Um, but at some point on the journey, I started sort of playing around with wording, like in, in, in unrecognizable, I would journal every day and somehow unrecognizable showed up. And what unrecognizable meant to me, and by the way, this whole podcast is all about me sharing how I am thinking about different aspects of this journey. And your job is to sort of pull out the things where you think like, wow, that's I, I want to start thinking about that myself and then sort of turning these thoughts that I have into thoughts you have and those thoughts into behaviors that lead to outcomes that you want. Um, but again, for me, when it came to this idea of being 
unrecognizable. This was really about my ability. Sorry, let me let me stop for a second. I had this question at, at, at one point where I thought, if I could only do one thing, if I could only focus on one thing and this thing wouldn't change throughout the course of my life, what would it be? What would have the greatest impact on my life? And if it had the greatest impact on my life, I could use it to have a great impact on humanity. What would that one thing be? And I realized that the, and I'm going to, I don't like this phrase and I don't have a better word or phrase for it right now, but you know, people talk about a superpower, right? But I thought if I could get really great at one thing, what would give me a distinct advantage over everybody else on the planet? And what I ultimately landed on was the abil- my ability to change behaviors that I felt were crippling me. That if I could change undesirable behaviors, that that would be my superpower. That that would allow me to have not only a tremendous impact on my own life, but then to be able to share what I'm learning so it would have an incredible impact on other people. And that was what I started calling unrecognizable because what I wanted to get to was I would create change that was so profound that I would look back at my old self and I would no longer recognize that person. And that would be a glorious moment, right? That that was the whole point is I wanted to look back and go, wow, I don't recognize that guy anymore. So as an example, with my successful body journey, you know, I'm now at a point where I have lost all that weight that I had previously. I've transformed not only what my body looks like, I'm now 56, at an age when people think it can't be done. Not only what it looks like, but what it can do. And I look back now, even as as early as three years ago, and I look at that guy and I'm like, wow, like I don't recognize that guy. And that is amazing. And that's what this show is about. The idea is to teach, is to show you and model for you the way that I'm thinking about things when it comes to changing my own behaviors and mastering myself. Now, I'm not, I also want to preface this by saying I am not in any way insinuating that I'm some great thinker. I'm not. Um, but what I am, what I have come to realize is that in order to create long lasting change, you must first and foremost address the fundamental fabric of the thoughts that you're having, right? If you do not change the thoughts that you're having, then you cannot change your behaviors long term to achieve the outcomes that you want because the way most of us do it is we never address our mindset right this is ultimately a, a, it's still a mindset show because first and foremost we have to change again how we're thinking right but if you don't address your thinking if you don't understand how you think about something then the way that you're going about changing is force and that is dominant everywhere now everything is about force Seven days for this, 30-day boot camps, and all these other things. Force can get you results. But here's the problem with force. It's not sustainable long-term because it burns you out, right? Because what you're doing is you're fighting this unknown mindset, and ultimately that mindset will win. You will ultimately end up coming back to where you once were. And in the weight loss space, for example, this is, this is applicable anywhere in life, but in the weight loss space, space this is this explains exactly why so many people lose weight and then they put it all back on again and the reason they put it all back on again 
It's because they never addressed the underlying mindset at play. They did not change how they thought. And as a result of that, they could not sustain the path that they were on. So for me, this whole journey now is about really, again, if I can solve my most pressing problems, first of all, I get rid of that problem and that's a glorious place to be. So solving my successful, you know, my body issue problems uh, has created an incredible new life for me. You know, like the way that I show up in the world now is completely different than the way I, I used to show up previously. And once I got that under control, then I could start addressing other issues that I had, right? You know, I, I have long struggled to, to build the business that I wanted to build. So it's like, okay, now that I got that solved, I take all the principles and now I start addressing that problem. And then, and, and again, you just slowly begin addressing every problem that you have and looking to eliminate it. And as a result of that, life becomes fundamentally uh, better in all aspects, right? I'm a happier person. I am more successful in terms of what I believe to be success. Uh, I have more not only to give to myself, but I have more to give to the world, right? You can't give more than you have, right? So if you're only operating at 50% of who you could be, then the best you can give everybody else in your life is 50%, right? It doesn't matter how much you want to give. We can only give what we have, right? We can only give who we are. So this has had a profound impact on my life. And I'll, I'll end this episode uh, with an example I've shared before, but I think it, it's, it's paramount to sort of illustrating the whole idea of how we become unrecognizable, right? And it starts again, if you're looking to change behavior in some area of your life, you first and foremost have to understand that the reason we struggle in any area is because we have a false belief in that particular area, either about ourselves or how that change is supposed to happen. And until you identify that, and it's not a 15-minute brainstorming session, right? It starts with brainstorming sessions. Sessions. Well, that was hard to say. It starts with brainstorming sessions, which could take hours or days or weeks, months, and in some cases, even years before you ultimately identify the mindset that's at play. So I'll give you an example um, with sugar and how I went about taking sugar out of my life. So um, for the longest time, one of the primary, sorry, and I still have this mindset around sugar. I fundamentally believe that, that sugar is evil, that it is the primary cause of cancers, contagions, and other fatal conditions. I fundamentally, I, I know that. I've known that for a long time, even when I was overweight and struggling. I knew that sugar was evil. Uh, and yet, and I thought that that was my primary mindset. I thought that's the mindset that I need to have in order to take sugar out of my diet. Now, for some people, that's enough. That's all they need and it works and they take, it, they take sugar out. Um, and I had, I had some success with that. I went almost a year without sugar. This was back 2017, 2018. I went, I think I went 361 days or, or 59 days. I was so close to getting to a year and then I had sugar and, and then for the next six or eight months, it was back in again and I put a bunch of weight on and everything else. Um, and I didn't realize what had happened at the time, but in hindsight, looking back, I realized that that mindset, important mindset, and I still believe that mindset, but that was not my primary mindset. That was not the mindset 
that was going to motivate me to make long-term permanent change, right? That allow would allow me to take sugar out, happily take it out. You can't take it out if you don't want to, right? You can't change a behavior you don't want to change. So if I was going to take behavior out because it's like, oh, well, everyone says you should, not going to work. It doesn't work long-term because, again, you're using force. You have to fall in love with the behavior that you're going to adopt. And I came across something in a book, and I said I've talked about this before, but I think it's really worth um, repeating this story as often as possible. I came across something in a book. Uh, it was called Bright Line Eating by Susan Pierce Thompson. And in that book, she was just talking about how sugar impacts your brain, which I'd heard before, right? I know sugar is a, it's an addictive drug, and it has an impact that's very similar to cocaine, right, in terms of what it does to the brain. But in it, she was also talking about the fact that, so what it does when you have sugar, it actually, and I'm, I'm going to sort of simplify this in words that I use, how I explain it to myself, but essentially, it breaks your brain. It prevents your brain from doing what it's supposed to do to keep you lean and active. Like our natural state, we're supposed to be lean and we're supposed to be a- active. But with the nature of, or the denaturing of our foods now, in terms of all the garbage that they put in it, those chemicals and preservatives and, and sugars and sweeteners and everything else they put in now actually do not allow our brain to do what it's supposed to do, right? So it sort of breaks our brain. And I started noodling on that for a while and I, I landed on something that has been my game-changing mindset. So today is day uh, 855 on my successful body journey and I have not had refined sugars Uh at all during that time and and like not it's been I, I'm going to put it in quotation marks it's been easy right I uh, haven't had it now for you know that long and the reason is because I came up with a new mindset and what I ultimately realized for me and again this is different for everybody so it's not to say this is the mindset you have we all have to find the mindset that's going to motivate us to happily fall in love with creating behavior change so for me what I ultimately landed on was that taking sugar out of my diet was actually the greatest productivity hack that I could invest in. Because by taking it out of my diet, it allowed me, first of all, it allowed my brain to, to optimize my brain, to, for my brain to do what it's designed to do, which is to keep me lean and active, which is the biggest problem that I was suffering from. So by taking it out, I optimized my brain. But the other added advantage was that if I, if I take it out and I optimize my brain, I can do far less in all the other areas of my life and still get tremendous benefits. So as an example, for me, it's like, well, if I take it out, then I used to try and exercise my way out of an eating problem. That's how I always approached it in the past, right? I just ate whatever, you know, I ate the way that I ate. I ate sort of quote-unquote healthy. But then I would do like really extreme exercises, you know, 30, 45, 60-minute programs, four, five, six days a week. Never worked. Never had any success with that. But I realized taking sugar out allows my brain to function optimally, which meant that I don't have to do nearly as much. So I, I literally only do about 10 minutes of exercise a day. My goal is 10 one-minute activities that I sort of you know, spread throughout the day. I've been doing that now, again, for 855 days, and it's worked remarkably well. Now, could I do more to 
you get even better results? Absolutely, but I'm not, I'm not interested in doing that. I'm not interested in doing more. I'm interested in finding what I call my minimum viable threshold. What's the least I need to do to get the maximum return on my investment? So by taking sugar out, that new mindset of like it's actually a productivity hack by taking it out it allows me I save so much time in all the other areas of my life because I don't have to do nearly as much so as a result of all of that I have become unrecognizable to my old self with this body that I've created I now want to take the same principles and I want to become unrecognizable with the business that I create for myself. I want to become unrecognizable with the quality of the relationships that I create for myself. I want to become unrecognizable with regards to the impact that I have on humanity as a result of all of these things that I'm doing. So um, let me see if I can recap. <laughs> I said my, my goal today, and, and I made a note, another podcast episode I want to do is how do we start when we don't know where to start? And this is, uh, you know, and one of the, the, the primary things that I decided to do today was just just start. Rather than get the perfect episode, just start talking and just get the first episode out. And then and let momentum, you know, carry me from there. So I just wanted to start today. And again, so the whole point is what is this show about? This, the entire essence of this show. And most of the time, I'm going to be talking about um, successful body examples, but but these principles apply in all areas of our life, right? If you want to create an amazing or incredible relationship that right now isn't where you want it to be, the same principles apply. The same principles uh, principles apply to the work that you're doing, uh, the relationships that you're building, so the relationship with yourself, like all the the principles all apply, but I will generally use my successful body journey to illustrate my points. And then from there, you take, I call this liquid intelligence, right? It's the ability to take ideas in one context and apply them in another context. We are horrible as human beings at doing that. So this whole show is about teaching you what I believe to be the greatest skill that you can ever invest in, which is the ability to change your own behaviors. And if you can change your own behaviors, you are unstoppable, right? When you start looking at yourself and saying, yeah, I got to figure out a way to change this and understanding that we can teach ourselves anything, right? That I've, I've done this, you know, in my 50s when people say, oh, no, no, that's, you know, the best you can hope for is, you know, sort of minimum, you know, sort of just um, this minimum threshold of possibility it's like i have thrown i don't i don't give a rat's ass about about age i throw all that out. i don't care i don't care like i'm i'm you know i'm working on things right now like how to do a handstand and how to do a middle split and people would say well you know is that realistic at 53 i i don't care you know i almost said 53 at 56 uh, i age is not age does not i don't think about age when i'm, I'm doing things i just think about what i want to accomplish and understanding that I have the ability and I've proven to myself that I can teach myself anything if I'm open to it. So in summary, this show is, a, is going to teach you the greatest skill that I believe that anyone can learn, which is to change our own behaviors. So there you go, my friend. Uh, first episode is in the books. 
uh, my next goal is how do I show up and do this on a weekly basis rather than disappear, um, you know, and, and I'm going to talk about that in upcoming episodes as well. My friend, have a great rest of today. Uh, find something in this podcast that really resonates with you. I want you to noodle on it. But more importantly is how do you take something that's resonated with you and turn it into something actionable that ultimately will become behavior? It's one thing to go to parties and talk about all these great books and things that you've read and all these great ideas you've come across. Uh, it is very rare that the people who talk about great ideas actually turn them into behaviors that allow them to lead a great and remarkable life. All right, my friend, have a great rest of today. We'll talk soon.